welcome to the Cosmic Earth Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Holbrook, an intuitive astrologer and transformational guide. It is my mission to teach you to use the cosmos to better understand yourself, others, what's going on in the planet, and to use astrology as a tool for empowerment and navigating your well-being, your many soul purposes, and living your most aligned life. Some episodes focus on the stars and spirituality, and others feature incredible and inspiring guests from all walks of life. Tune in to hear their reactions as I give them live birth chart readings, and you can witness and learn how astrology manifests and tells the stories of our unique journeys. I love connecting with you, so say hi over on Instagram at Rise with Natalie. And if you want to go deeper, download my video or written guide on how to read your chart or book a reading or a subconscious transformation session, all linked in the show notes down below. I hope you enjoy this episode and trust that there is always magic coming your way. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. And I just want to start out by saying that I am back in Los Angeles and it has been feeling so good. So if you follow me over on Instagram at Rise with Natalie, then you have probably seen that over the last couple of months, I was experiencing really horrible adrenal fatigue. And this kicked off back in March, so about four months ago. And wait, four months ago? What month are we in? <laughs> oh my gosh, a hummingbird. Okay, sorry everyone, there's a hummingbird. This is so funny that I'm talking about this right now and I haven't seen a hummingbird yet. Um, but anyways, I digress. So I have been dealing with this adrenal fatigue and while I was dealing with it, the podcast went on hold, my whole business went on hold, except for meeting with clients for about two months, two and a half months. And I am back into the podcasting and I just want to share that it feels really good and it feels really exciting because I have this new breath of life within me where I've come back to this place of my why, of why is it that I'm doing all of these things? Why is it that I have a podcast? Why is it that I work as an astrologer? And my why is to help other people to come into greater knowing of themselves, to, to create and to harness a deeper level of self-awareness because I think that when we have self-awareness and when we're aware of what's going on within us, why we are the way that we are, we can become so much more empowered. And when we can also learn about these traits that other people have, we can have compassion for them. And we can also be less judgmental. We can understand where they're coming from and we can have a desire to either one, help them if they're open to it and if it's not something too draining for us, or it makes it easier to let situations, people, events, things that are not as good for us, let go of. So I just wanted to say thank you guys for listening to this podcast. If you do love it, please go over and leave a review or rate it with a five stars um, on iTunes or on Spotify. That really makes a difference. And let me know what kind of questions you guys have. I am going to be starting out a listener series where we're going to be bringing on guests um, like yourself, like listeners 
who can ask questions and there will be live birth chart readings and live questions answered. So this is going to be coming soon. I'm still building up the website for having people submit their questions and, and submit if they want to be on and everything. But I just wanted to make this little plug and, and see this within you so that you know that this is coming and um, whatever it is that you're dealing with, I know that astrology can help because it has helped my life and it has helped hundreds of people that I have given readings to and all of my clients. So with no further ado, let us get started. So what we're going to talk about today is Venus moving in to Cancer. So yesterday on July 17th, Venus, the sign of love, desire, money, relationships, connections, moved into the sign of cancer. And we're going to also talk about today, what does it mean if you have your Venus placement in cancer natally, if you were born with Venus in cancer? Because these are going to be the same type of energies that as a collective, we will be experiencing that people who have their natal placement in cancer. So the dates here are July 16th through August 12th. Now, on August 9th, we're also going to have an extremely important aspect coming up, meaning in an aspect, if you guys are new to astrology, whether you're seasoned or you're new, an aspect is when two planets are making an angle to each other. So they're talking to each other is what we'd kind of like to say. And this depends on the degrees that they're at in the sky. So they're either going to be talking to each other, they're opposite from each other, maybe they're making a square, which means they're at 90 degrees, maybe they're making a sextile, which means they're at 60 degrees, or they're making a trine, which is the most beneficial element, or excuse me, aspect, which is 120 degrees, because this goes from element to element, so a water to a water to a water. So, and if, if this is totally going over your head, that's absolutely fine, but for my astrology buffs and, and junkies out there, um, you're welcome. <laughs> you know what I mean. So with this aspect that I'm going to bring up at the end happening on August 9th, something else that's kind of fun about this is that there is a very, very, very famous celebrity who has this and you can see it play out in her work. So stay tuned for that. So let's start out with the energy of Venus in Cancer. So if you are born with this, then this is how you love and how you are and react and respond in relationships. Now, the thing that is perfect for us to all know, and it's important for us to know what Venus and Cancer is all about, is because during this time of July 16th to August 12th, this is the way that we may be feeling in love, especially if you have planets that are in Cancer, Venus is going to be activating those planets. So you're going to be feeling this even more. So if you have a Cancer moon, a Cancer rising, a Mars in Cancer, a Venus in Cancer, this means that you're going to be having your Venus return. So happy Venus return. That's exciting. If you've never heard of a Venus return before, this means that Venus in the sky comes to the exact placement of where Venus was when you were born. And this is a really beautiful time for you to either be connecting with a lover, you're connecting with friends, usually a lot of female type of friends or feminine energies. Uh, it's also a really good time for money and for abundance and for just feeling abundant overall, for feeling abundant within the things that you love. It's a very creative time as well because Venus is about what is it that we want to, to create that we desire. It's about bringing more desire into our lives. So let's jump in. What is Venus and Cancer? 
Well, we have to go back again to this archetype of the mother because Venus and Cancer people are so healing. They are caregivers. They want to nurture you. They want to love you. These are the people who are like, come over. I'll cook you dinner. Oh, you need a ride from the airport. I got you, babe. Oh, you know, you're going through a breakup. I will be there. I will be checking in on you. I will call you. I will text you. I will send you funny gifts. I'm going to send you songs. I'm going to give you a gift. I'm going to do anything to make you feel better because these people have this maternal energy, which is I want to help my child. I want to help my friends. I want to help my lover to go through whatever it is that they're going through. And sometimes this can backfire on them because they want to help you so much and they have to also look at, am I doing this because I truly want to help or am I doing this because I want something in return? Is it conditional or is it unconditional? So for all of us who are gonna be in this transit, for everybody on the planet who's gonna be in this transit, it's really important to look at your own motives. Are you helping somebody out because you truly desire to and it feels good for you to do that? Or is there some type of subconscious motivation under there that's saying, maybe this person will like me more if I listen to them or if I give them a gift or if I bake them cookies, you know? Or is this truly something where you can just do this without attachment because that's usually what ends up hurting this Venus and Cancer energy is that sometimes they can give and give and give but then it's like no one asked you to give that no one asked you to do that I actually have a friend who has this placement and she would always do this with people that she was dating they'd come over for dinner or she would even sometimes do this with us as her friends like just give us so much and we'd be like, thank you, thank you, thank you, I love you. But sometimes there would feel like there was this expected reciprocation. And it kind of feels awkward on the other person because you're like, I didn't ever ask you to do this, even though I really appreciate it, but I now don't want to feel indebted to you, you know? So this is something that as a collective, we have to watch out and look at, are you doing anything like that? And what are your expectations? So... There's a lot of, of healing, though, through this energy because sometimes so many of us are not receiving or we need that, we desire that extra love. We desire that person who's going to come over and sit with us and listen to us and hold us and, you know, sit in bed together and drink tea or whatever that is that looks like that these Venus and Cancer people love to do. They need to connect on the deepest level. They want to hear all of your fears, all of your insecurities, and all of your dreams, and they want to support you through all of that. And this is a time that we all are going to be wanting our relationships to be deeper. It's not just about having this intellectual stimulation as much anymore as it was when we are going through Venus and Gemini, which is my natal placement. So I personally need all of that all of the time. But you're going to feel a shift. We're all going to feel the shift. I already feel the shift just starting yesterday where it's like, all right, are we talking about things that really matter? Not just the fluff, not just the news, not just what's going on, you know, and this and this and this and this person did this and gossiping. But how is it that you feel? How is it that we can, can really support each other? So this is that time to give support and also to ask for support because a lot of times Venus and Cancer... They're so tied up in giving themselves 
that they forget to take care of themselves. So this is also a really good time to make sure that your self-care is ticked up all the way to the top, that whatever it is, if you need to go take walks, if it means that you are feeding yourself delicious, high-quality food, that you are taking time to prepare beautiful meals, uh, if you are taking time to sleep in extra, this is the time for that. Now, Venus and Cancer, this also could be a time where you may realize that you're attracting people who need healing. And you have to decide if this is something that you have the energy for because people who have the natal placement of Venus and Cancer, they just naturally, because they are healers themselves, they're sometimes attracting people who also need healing. And this could be that maybe they attract people who have had addictions before and they're helping them to move through that or maybe they have physical problems or maybe they've had a lot of they have a lot of inner child healing that needs to happen or maybe they had issues with their own mother that this Venus and Cancer person is going to be guiding them through this could be a time where these topics come up in your relationship it doesn't mean that you have to be the healer in this but it does mean that having these conversations about these things can be very healing but also to watch out for if you're diving way too deep into this and allowing it to consume you because sometimes we can feel like, oh my gosh, I'm creating this relationship with this person. We're going into it. It's amazing. But then we have these really high expectations and attachments of what we think that this relationship needs to be or what we desire to receive in return. So it's very important also to have clear communication through all of this because one of the shadows of cancer energy is passive aggressiveness. This is a shadow of all water energies because water flows and it can be very turbulent. Think about the waves crashing in the sea. This is that sometimes people are not actually saying what they're feeling and instead they're just like, whatever, I'll just let it wash over me. I'll just let it pass. And then that's really a lose-lose situation for both people in this relationship. And I'm not just talking romantic relationships, guys. This is friendships, this is with your family, this is with coworkers, this is with just people that you interact with and that you're going to have to deal with, there's this ability for us to go deeper and to say, hey, here's what I really feel rather than letting things just wash over us. And a part of why this happens too, specifically with cancer, is because think about the cancer, the cancer archetype, right? I talked about this in the last episode on the Cancer Moon energies. Go listen to that if you haven't yet. And Cancer archetype is the crab and crabs have their shell. And so sometimes it's like they just don't even want to deal with the confrontation. And so they're like, I'm just going to go back in my shell. I'll just ignore you. I have a friend who does this all the time and he'll just be like, I just can't talk right now. Or he just doesn't message back for days. And you're like, um, hello? So this is something we don't want to do because obviously that person who's not responding, it, the cancer energies or whatever energies that we have that this is affecting and bring us, bringing us all into, it's not, it doesn't feel good for the person who's the person that's being passive aggressive or who's hiding or ignoring. And it feels awful for the person on the other side. So we really get to think about how are both parties feeling and take on that responsibility because we're adults here and we live in this age where consciousness is key and we have so many resources for that and there's no reason to run away. The other thing about the crab is that they have pinchers, you know, they have claws. They are going to bite or pinch you if they 
really do get to that point where they're like, okay, I'm not being passive aggressive anymore. I'm going to come out and I'm just going to pinch. And sometimes there's a lot of this bottled up energy. This is very similar to Scorpio energy um, because they're both water signs and they can bottle up these emotions and feelings. And then all of a sudden everything comes out and it can be so tumultuous and loud and there can be a lot of yelling and aggression. So this is something else to watch out for in relationships this coming uh, Venus and Cancer transit because if issues are not talked about, there is this ability and energy here where anger can be what rises up and it's like this explosion. So it's important to have really good communication during this so that there's not this, this pain and this hostility or volatile motion and people getting hurt and really people feeling misunderstood because that is also a component of the Venus and Cancer is that people can feel misunderstood sometimes because truly they have good intentions and they want to give, they want to help. All that they want is love. All that they want is to give love and to receive love. But if things are not clearly communicated and there's just stories going on in their head, then that's what's going to destroy relationships. So the other thing about this transit and about the Cancer, the Venus and Cancer lovers, is that they are just in love with the idea of love and of nurturing relationships. They love to cuddle. They love to be close. They just, you know, an ideal night for them is like, going, you know, there's two types here. One is that they're going to be staying at home and you're watching a movie and you're cuddling and you're having amazing sex all night and you just are looking into each other's eyes, maybe you're eye gazing. It's this deep, deep, intimate connection where you feel like you have cords together, that you have these cords and that you're happy with these cords. Or these people want to go out and they want to just dance the night away. They want to sing. They want to be in this beautiful energy of feeling alive with the one that they love. They have this deep connection through doing things that are soulful. These people have so much soul and that they need that type of medicine of moving their body, of being in touch, of, of feeling another person's body with them, of feeling this deep connection and allowing other external sources to bring them closer together. And then they go home and they debrief and they talk about it or they they have candles everywhere, they take a bath together, you know, they're just laying in bed. It's that type of deep in love, getting down, getting it on, but it's it's this slow love also. It's a slow, it feels good, it's this worthy of, of the time. These people and this transit makes us all very psychic and very intuitive because all of the water energies are so intuitive and so psychic and these people will just know the Venus and Cancer energies. They just know when things are going on. They know when things are going to happen. They can feel very deeply when something is off. And in relationship, they are not afraid to talk about it and to bring it up and to say something, or at least they shouldn't be. And so I want you guys to check in while we're in this Venus and Cancer, July 16th to August 12th. And don't doubt your intuition. Check in when you're thinking about relationships with people. If you're going to go on a date with somebody or whatever's happening in your current relationship, 
tap into this psychic side of yourself and allow it to guide you. And also talk about these things with your partner, the person that you're dating or friendships, because you don't want to be like, ooh, I feel this way and I think this is going to happen and I'm just like waiting for it to happen and planning this this thing that's almost creating more anxiety and fear within you. Instead, allow the intuition to lead you and to guide you. And let's see, what else? So this is also a time that you may be feeling very sentimental and very nostalgic because cancer energies, they they love the past. They love the old memories. These are the people who are like, oh, the good old days. Remember, we would go down to the ice cream store. And when I was 12, I would eat, you know, my favorite mint chip ice cream and we would go to the lake as a family and those were the good old days and now today sucks. So don't get caught up in glorifying the things from the past and thinking that today is is not good enough or that it was so much better back then or you know this relationship back then that was the best. We have to really get into the present and that's a piece for cancer energies of Venus and Cancer and this time for all of us to really learn and to Tap into, are we being present or are we living in a fantasy of the past? You know, it, this can be a nice time if if you feel the feels of nostalgia and sentimentality, though, to use this energy to create something, you know, create a scrapbook or frame some old photos or bring that energy of what it is that you love that's from the past into your present life now. Maybe there's some jewelry of your mom or your grandma's or somebody important in your life and you bring that back out or you put something that is old and maybe a gift from an old friend or maybe you go vintage shopping and put those things on display that is a really this is a really fun time to do things like that okay so another thing that is really important to note about this time and about the venus and cancer energy is that This is a good time to check in on the stories that come up. And when I say stories, I mean any thoughts and imaginative ideas that you may have about a relationship, about a person, or about yourself that may not be real. Stories are things that we cling on to and that we are taught and we are conditioned to learn about either through family or through society, or maybe we just have this story of ourselves. You know, you can catch yourself in your stories when you say things like, I always, or, well, of course this is gonna happen to me, or, oh, I'm, I'm too fat, or I could never date someone like that, or, you know, can't check yourself on what are these stories that you tell yourself, because this Venus and Cancer time can show us where it is that we have these fictitious ideologies that are maybe hurting us more than helping us. And this can also be about our partners too. So we want to look at, are we looking at people we're dating and our partners with these lenses also? And is it helping us or hurting us? And because this is a time of high intuition and a time for us to get in touch with our subconscious, we can move through big shifts and changes within these stories and patterns that we have during this transit because venus overall is bringing us love desire connection 
it's bringing us the things that make us feel better. And that is included with our mental health because cancer is very much tied to our mental health. And so with Venus here, this is a healing energy for all of us to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to look at these pieces of myself, of my shadows that I've been suppressing or ignoring or hiding away in my little shell, and I'm going to go through and deal with them. This is a great time to do anything like Psyche or tapping or meditation. I personally am going to be going through the advanced level of MITT, which I spoke about in the last episode of the Capricorn Full Moon, which is this incredible, incredible process that is absolutely life-changing. It's a, uh, this one is going to be Wednesday through Sunday, but it is a transformational, experiential few days where you are diving into all of the things that hold you back. You're looking at all of the pieces of your childhood, of your current stories, of everything that is getting in your way. And it's a beautiful time to, to dive in this season and to do that. So lastly, I just want to say about this Venus and Cancer transit is to allow yourself to love really deep and really hard. And whether that's in a relationship that you're currently in or if it's somebody that you're dating or with friendships, allow yourself to throw yourself into feeling good, into feeling romance, into feeling friendship, into feeling connection and don't be afraid to be seen and to put yourself out there and to know that you can do that without having expectations but of just saying you know what I'm going to be of pure love right now because love is what guides us love is what makes this world a better place what the world needs now is love sweet love always and this is a beautiful time to step into that to be selfless to give your love because when we give our love, we receive our love. So the final piece of this is that date August 9th is going to be, here's the aspect, do, do, do. Venus oppose Pluto. And so what happens during this time is Pluto is the planet of death and rebirth, of transformation, of secrets, of shadows. And so this is going to be a very intense day and few days before and after. So I'd say probably starting about like August 6th until maybe about August 12th or 13th. This is a time of a lot of transformation within relationships. This can be a time of deep intensity that can be in for the better, for the worse, where there can be a lot of jealousy coming up. There could be competition coming up. There could also be though the beautiful piece of this is that we can have some type of life-changing event. This is something where we meet someone who comes into our life and shakes something up, or maybe someone says something to us where we're like, whoa, I've never heard anyone tell me that, or I've never heard anything on that, you know, no one's ever given me that type of feedback before. And these things can change the way that we love. It can change the way that we are even looking at money. It can change the way that we even are actually making money too. So you might have something big and transformational happening with money around this area because Venus also is our money. And this is, it's asking us to let go of the power games in this because Pluto is also power. So there's a lot of intensity that comes with this. It's a lot of overwhelming feelings 
and intense feelings of love that can sometimes be even dangerous <laughs> at times. So keep your head on straight during this time. Allow yourself to see through the fog and the celebrities who have this in their natal chart. It is so fascinating. The biggest one is Miss Ariana Grande, who I love. And she even has an album called Dangerous Woman. If you follow any of her music and her on Instagram, you know, she's had some very public relationships with very powerful people, and she herself has a lot of power, a lot of seduction, uh, but her music, it, it makes you feel so deeply and so intensely, and that's that aspect right there. The other people who have this are also Celine Dion, same type of energy, so powerful, and Phil Spector. Phil Spector was a huge music producer back in the 60s and 70s. He did the Beatles, he did, he produced for Ike and Tina Turner, and he was famous for this method that he created called the wall of sound, which was basically the sound of the 60s, of so much of the Motown and the doo-wop, a lot of the girl groups back then, like the Ronettes, you know, it was like this big, huge sound with lots of instruments and lots of singing and voices and harmonies, and Phil Spector actually went to jail because he was accused of murdering someone. So that is this Venus-Pluto opposition in its most shadow side, is that this intensity can take over and make people do really scary things. But we are going on to the higher end, the higher octave of the spectrum. So I hope you guys have a beautiful transit of Venus and Cancer. Take advantage of this healing energy, of this deep love. Send me a message over on Instagram at risewithnatalie. Let me know how it is for you and have a beautiful day. Bye, loves. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe and if you learned something helpful, give us a five-star rating and share this episode with a loved one. And if you want more, visit the links down below to book a custom session or get my digital guides on how to read your chart. Remember, you are never alone or hopeless. The same force that guides the stars guides you too.